Next, I want to turn our attention to UI Collection View Compositional Layout. Now to do this, I'm just going to have a really quick cell that we can use to demonstrate this. So I've got a color cell here and uh, we can basically for our episode cell registration, uh, we could just change that to color cell. I'm going to delete the list cell registration because we're not going to use that anymore. And then for this one, uh, instead of all of those things, we just need a color. And we can check to see if the index path dot row, let's, let's say cell dot color for all of the cells right now is just system blue. And we can create some variation if we want to later. Okay, right now our layout is coming from this method here, which creates a compositional layout, but it uses a special style, which just looks like a list. So we're going to change this and we're going to create a compositional layout and there's actually going to be quite a bit of configuration necessary to describe the layout that we want and so that i want to put that in a different file and so i'm going to go over here and just call call this layout manager and maybe this is specific to our particular episodes collection but just a collection of functions we can use i'll call that layout manager and this will have a a function called create layout and that'll return a UI collection view layout and of course we need to import UI kit at the top okay so here where we're creating the layout instead of this method here we're going to say layout manager dot create layout okay so now this will allow us to sort of focus on just layout related stuff inside of this layout manager so we're going to be working with a UI collection view compositional layout. Now there's a few different ways we can do this, but we're going to start with this one, which is the easiest where we pass it a section. So it's worth talking about sections and groups and items. So just like a table view controller has sections, a collection view controller can have sections as well. And so that maps one-to-one -one with this layout section object. There's also an NS collection layout group, and that allows you to group items together. Now in this particular case, we would have a single section and each cell would be a group with exactly one item inside of it. But if you imagine we had like a two column layout, the, uh, the each row would be a group that has two items inside of it. And so you can create some really flexible layouts by composing the different layout items inside of groups, composing groups inside of sections. So our layout section needs to be created. So we're going to actually start from the inside out and I'm going to create a, essentially a, a, a interface that looks very similar to this right now. So we're going to start by configuring our item size, which is an NS collection layout size. Now this allows us to use width and height dimensions that are proportional to the container or absolutely sized or estimated sized. So for our width dimension, we can choose absolute. If in case we want it to be a specific width, we can use estimated if we want auto layout to calculate it for us, but we give it a hint. And then we can use fractional width and fractional height. And this is based on its container. Now these sections, groups, and items, these are containers. So an item is going to be relative to its group size. A group is going to be relative to its section size. So in this case, we want our item size to essentially fill the group because we just want one single row. So I'm going to use fractional width of one and fractional height 
of one. Then I can create our layout item, NS collection layout item. And then here we can specify a layout size and then some optional supplementary items. And we'll take a look at that a little later. So for our layout size, we're gonna pass in that item size. Okay, so that's our item done. Next, let's create our group. And for that, we're gonna need a size to use. NS collection layout size. For the width dimension, we could say that we want this to take the whole width of the container. Or we could say we want 90% of the container. Um, and we can do that so we can see what this looks like. And then the height dimension, in this case, because this is gonna control our rows, we want our height to be, maybe we could do estimated if we wanted auto layout to take control. Um, but for our color cell, we really just need a an absolute uh, cell height. So I'm gonna use 80. So I can create my group now, NS collection layout group. And again, very similar to the item, we pass in a layout size and some optional supplementary views. So right here, NS collection layout size is gonna be our group size. Finally, we can create our section, which is an NS collection layout section, and we pass in the group to the section. And because we only have one section, we can just pass that directly onto our compositional layout like this, and then return it. So we're getting a warning that we didn't use the item, and that's because for our group, we actually need to use something a little bit different. So our group is going to be NS collection layout group dot, and there are horizontal groups, and there are vertical groups, and there's also custom, which we, we aren't going to get into in this series. But in this case, it doesn't really matter because there's only one, but we're going to be doing a horizontal group with a layout size of group size, and the sub items is an array of all the items that contain in this group. So it's just going to be our item. Okay, we have a build failure, so we're gonna come back over here. This needs to be episode cell registration. And there we go. Okay, so let's go ahead and give this a run and we'll see what type of layout we get. So it's kind of hard to tell here what's going on, but we have a view that is 90% of the width of its container. And uh, this is actually all of our episode views or all of our rows, uh, but there's no spacing between them. So one thing we can do, there's many ways we can control spacing, but one of them is to say for each one of our items, it's going to be inset from the edge of its container using NS directional edge insets. And here we can specify, say we want two points from the top and bottom, and maybe four points from the leading and trailing edges. So notice now that we have uh, individual rows that are sort of have their own separator. And you can see that the 90% value for the group size shrunk down the available item size. And so if I choose one for the group size, it ends up looking like a full width container. So this is pretty easy. And this seems like a lot of lines of code to do something similar to what we already had. But the benefit of doing this is that with some simple configuration and tweaking of these values, we can create drastically different layouts. So for instance, let's divide this up and have two items in the column. So for our item size, let's say each one of our items is going to be half of the size of its container. And then here for the group size, we'll keep the group size the same, but this time for our horizontal group, we're going to choose the one that takes a sub item and a count. So we're gonna say that this is the group size. We're going to use item as our sub item, and we'll say that we want two of them. 
And just like that, we have now a two column layout. To do a three column layout, we'd have to give some available space to each one of those and then say that we want uh, three items. So you can see here that the, the way we describe layouts is actually really flexible here. Now, um, groups being mapped horizontally makes sense, but you can also do vertically. We'll see those in a bit. And one thing else we can do is we can mix groups and items together so they can be composed of each other. So to show you that in action, let's say that we have a blue square on the left that takes up 70%. And then I want a vertical group of, of items. So let's say we're going to say trailing item size is in NS collection layout size. The width is going to be a fractional width of its entire container. And the height in this case is going to be fractional height of say half the size of its container. So then we can create our trailing item NS collection layout item. And we're going to use the trailing item size. Next, we need a trailing group, which is going to be an NS collection layout group. And this time we're going to use the vertical one and we're going to use sub item and count. So the layout size for this one, trailing group size is going to be an NS collection layout size. And the width dimension of this one is going to be basically sharing the width with this one. So we want our width dimension here to be fractional width of 0 0.3 and fractional height of one. Okay, so now our layout group can take the trailing group size and for the item, we're gonna use trailing item and for the count, we'll use two. Okay, so far so good, but we're still not using this trailing group. Now what I wanna do is instead of saying that I want this group to contain three sub items, all of them being the same, this time I'm gonna use a horizontal group that takes an array of sub items We'll use our same group size as before. And the sub items this time are going to be an array of item and trailing group. So notice that we're using a layout item here and a trailing uh, layout group here, and we can mix these two together. And it looks like we're going to need some insets similar to what we did for our item. This time we'll use trailing item insets just so that we can see the separation between the two views. And there we go. 70% of the width is taken up with our first item. Then we have a group that stacks two items together. Now notice that we're not talking about views at all. We're just describing the layout. And so it fits in the views into those spots in our layout for us. So this is index path row zero, one, two, three, four, five, like that. So using this type of compositional layout allows us to have a lot of control of how the layout is used. And we just describe them with sections, groups, and items. Okay, so those are the basics of compositional layout. Let's use this to create our featured episode cells that we saw in the first episode when we showed the, the completed example. So back over here on cells, I'm going to create a new file and we're going to call this featured episode cell. We'll import UI kit at the top. And I'm basically going to copy this because it's going to be somewhat similar 
to this one. But the reason why I'm making this different is because the layout is going to be a little bit different and we, you know, we may want to have some flexibility in having two different cells so they can deviate from each other. You could add more views to one, um, you know, change out the constraints, etc. So we're going to keep the title, subtitle, and image view. For our uh, image view, we're going to use a larger corner radius. And for this one, we're actually not going to have a horizontal stack view at all. This one is now going to just be a stack view, just one single stack view, and it'll be vertical. We're no longer going to have our image width constraint like this, but we will have the multiplier there. And we no longer need our text stack here either because we're gonna be adding that here. So we're gonna start off with the title label, then the subtitle label, then our image view. Okay, I also wanna remove the spacing from our stack view and we'll just take a look and see what this ends up looking like. So now we've got our featured episode cell. I wanna go back to our layout manager and we're gonna delete this because we're gonna be creating it uh, again. So we're going to have an item size, which is going to be an NS collection layout size, fractional width of one, fractional height of one. So we're going to let the group essentially lay this out. Then we're going to create our item, NS collection layout item, and we'll use item size. Next, we'll create a group and this will be an NS collection layout group dot horizontal. Of course, we need a group size. The width dimension here, and we're gonna use something a little bit smaller and we'll talk about why in a minute. So I'm gonna use 90%. And the height dimension here, this is going to, we could either use estimated with maybe a, a height like that, um, or we could use absolute and let auto layout uh, just sort of shrink the cell inside of it. So I'm going to start with absolute uh, because I do want these actually to be about the same size. And this 340 is just an arbitrary number that we may change later. So we're going to pass that to our group there. And of course, this one needs to be fractional width, not just a CG float. And then for our sub items, we're just going to have that one item. Let section equals NS collection section, passing in the group. And then we'll create our UI compositional layout with that section. Okay, back on our view controller where we're setting up the data, instead of using the color cell, which we were using before, let's just delete that and then uh, change this one to, epi uh, this one is going to be a featured episode cell. So let's just copy this one and we'll make another one that is the featured episode cell registration. So this one will take featured episode cell. And right here where we're using this one, we're just going to rename this one to featured episode cell registration. And we will uncomment this code here. Okay, so far so good. Let's run this and see what it looks like. Of course, we need to use the new featured episode cell registration name there.
Okay, so these are our featured cells and they look pretty good, but uh, I do wanna change things just a little bit. I wanna have a border on the top there and I wanna uh, control the spacing a little bit to separate them from, from this item here. So because we said that we wanted an estimated or rather we said we wanted an absolutely positioned item, it's sort of uh, deciding what to stretch in our, view, in our uh, stack view and it's deciding that this first view can just stretch vertically, which uh, produces this extra space. But if I change this now to estimated, and because I know that the estimated size is a little bit smaller than what we had guessed, uh, 320 might, might work there. Uh, the only thing we need to do now is on our episode cell, let's add a separator view, which would be a UI view. Separator's background color will be We'll use Quaternary Label. So this is a very muted color that will go great against the background, but it won't conflict visually with the, the other label colors. And then for the uh, separator, we want the height anchor to be a constraint equal to the constant one. So there's a single line there. So now we can add a separator here. And then we can add, on our stack view, we can add some custom or set custom spacing to be 10 after that separator. And then I also wanna do the same thing, set custom spacing to be 10 after the subtitle label so that there's some spacing between this and the image. Okay, that's looking pretty good. So the next thing I wanna do um, in the completed example, you saw that they were sliding left and right. And so to do that, we're gonna go back over to our layout manager and we're going to tell this section that it has an orthogonal scrolling behavior. And here we could just use continuous to see what that looks like. But basically it's going to allow this group to scroll orthogonal to the main scroll direction of the collection view. So now this time we have a scrolling interface that goes this way. So that's really cool, but we probably want these to sort of uh, line up centered. And this is why I use that fractional width, as you can see, so that when it is centered, uh, you can see the left and right items. Sort of giving you an indication that there's more to be seen. So what we can do here is use group paging. If we use group paging, it'll line it up like this. And then the next one will line up exactly like that. Uh, but we want group paging centered so that it shows up in the middle there. So as I scroll, you can see that it's showing the left and right edges. Now, one thing you might notice is that initially the scroll indication is off. And when I scroll, it sort of snaps into place. And I think this may be a bug in iOS 14, at least maybe in the simulator, uh, because I haven't noticed this uh, in other versions of Xcode. Uh, so we're going to continue on, and if I figure out what's going on there, we'll um, update this. Okay, so this essentially gives us the, the, the view that we wanted. However, we still have this little problem here with the, with the label. So essentially what's happening is it uh, wants to fill up this, this area. Even though we said use an estimated height of 320, it is allowing that. So what we could do here is perhaps add a spacing view between this and that one. 
let's give that a shot and see if that uh, allows it to be a little bit more flexible. So here we'll just create a spacer, which is UI view, and we can set the uh, compression resistance priority for the vertical axis to be uh, default low. And then we can also set the hugging priority to default low as well for vertical. So this will be like the most flexible part of the layout and we'll add spacer there. Okay, that seems to, to do pretty well. However, the, our, maybe our estimated size is just a little bit too, too tall. So we're at about 385 pixels there. So I think what we're gonna do here is just tell the layout uh, that our estimated size is quite a bit smaller than this. So I'm gonna use 240 points and see what that looks like. And so as you can see that what's happening here is that our, our view is wide enough that it's making this image pretty tall. And so what we can do if we want to is just to delete this modifier for the, uh, the aspect ratio of our image. And if we run this, uh, this should fix it so that the image can actually shrink vertically. Um, the, the image itself will still fit inside of it, uh, but what you'll notice is that some of the cards will actually have taller images depending on what the state of this is. And I think this looks fine. If we want to you know, spend some more time on this, we could figure out what do we want to have happen in this particular case where uh, this row wraps and pushes this down a little bit, um, or we could just make our size just a little bit bigger, maybe 250. And that gives it a little bit more room so it's a little bit more consistent with the others.